0: What's going on Niner fam it is Peter Lucas it's Thanksgiving it's Thanksgiving we got a lot to be thankful for today and 49ers get this dub big win big win huge win over the Seahawks in Seattle 49ers take a stranglehold of the NFC West before we get to any of it you know we got to hit the music. Ladies and gentlemen, i like to know, are you ready for start time? 49ers 31-13 over the Seattle Seahawks. It huge victory. Huge victory. Not just because it was Seahawks. You know, we all hate the Seahawks. Not just because 49ers solidified their spot in first place, like uh, of the NFC West, but also... I think that puts them, I'd have to look at the, the tiebreakers. I'll probably find out later on. Uh, but I think that puts them in the, at the two seed in the NFC now. And huge, huge victory. Eric Wallace in the building. Appreciate you coming through, fan. Our resident Seattle fan, always much respect to you, bro. Like uh, coming through and with the congratulations. You know, Seahawks fought. They could have packed it in. They could have packed it in at the half, being down 24-3 and just saying for I mean this we might as well just rest our guys and just kind of walk through the rest. They did not. They did not. They fought, fought. a few dirty, like uh, typical Pete Carroll dirty plays. <laughs> and uh yeah. And I mean, but they fought and to the 49ers credit, they fought, they fought the momentum swing. And ended up shutting the door on this team. And at the end of the day, I just don't think that Seattle had enough for the 49ers. But, and, but you know what it was, what was better, what, what I loved seeing in this game and that I want to start off with is the fact that the, this wasn't Brock's best game. It was not Brock's best game by any stretch. He ended up having a pick six, uh, but they fought through the adversity. Kyle remembered what got him here in the first place, which is running the ball. Uh, Everything, everything is better when you run the ball. I don't understand why people are so averse to running the ball or to talking about running the ball people want to find reasons not to run the ball. And it's just baffling to me because Kyle is so good at scheming up a run game. And because now that he's got a quarterback that he trusts, he tends to get away from it. Well, this game, they ran the ball 33 times. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had 19 carries. Elijah Mitchell had seven, but there was a few times, and, I mean, both of them, Christian McCaffrey averaged sixty yards, uh, six yards a carry. Elijah Mitchell averaged 5.6. Uh, Debo had four carries. Like, uh, and, and you just have to look at, I mean, as a team, they averaged 5.1. It You've got to look at this. This is the identity of, this is 49er football. That's 49er football. Run the ball and your pass game comes off of that. Like we shouldn't be thinking of Brock as a world beating elite style quarterback that's going to throw the ball 40, to 40 times a game. That should not be even a thought process. The drop back game is, let's just be honest, Kyle is really not kind of not good at calling drop back. Like that's not his thing. His thing is, is, uh, innovating in the run game and then building play action off of it. I don't understand the need to just, I mean, I guess you got to get better. It's a, to you've got to get better at it, but, but there's not much to be upset about this victory. The fact that, uh, that Brock didn't have his best game. Didn't have the fastball in this game. Um, they were scheming up a lot of stuff behind the line of scrimmage, and Seattle was waiting for it. Uh, and they do this against every team. There's a lot of screens, a lot of behind the behind the line of scrimmage stuff that I don't understand. I'm never going to understand. Kyle's going to – Kyle's the coach. He has a plan. But when the – Seattle had a plan in this game, too. And they were not going to allow the 49ers to uh, – to run a bunch of screens and and uh like a behind-the-line scrimmage stuff. They just weren't gonna do it. They were playing close to the line. Uh that that's what they were looking for. They weren't even paying attention to the guys down the field. Which begged the question as well is how was how were those guys down the field not able to get open? How was Kittle not able to get open? Uh Kittle only had Five target he had five targets, but he had 19 yards. Three catches for 19 yards. Um Debo had seven catches. He was the main beneficiary, but uh but I you after having a monster game last game, he ends up with two catches for 50 yards off of four targets. I just don't understand how I you can disappear in a game like that. And like I said, nothing to really be upset about in this game. The defense defense came through. We've got to get give uh, C Wilkes his, uh his flowers in this game. They they really he really came through with a with a game plan. And when and it, when other defensive coordinators are fine with calling a soft zone like a prevent defense towards the end of the game, C Wilkes saw an opportunity there to put his foot on on uh, Pete Carroll's neck. And just snap it off, and that's what he did with that fourth uh, with that fourth down stand they had at the end of the game. So, kudos to Steve Wilkes. We you, like uh, I'm going to criticize him when I don't when I don't like what's being called when I look when I'm seeing a bunch of guys not playing in position, and when I see things that are not happening the way they should be, I'm going to call it out. But we also got to call it out when it, when uh, when he schemes it up, and he did an outstanding job in this game. That defense carried us through this because the offense was not there. Kyle was calling some BS. He was calling some not this. Kyle was not in his bag today, uh, and to the point to where he had to go back to just what works, and. Uh he couldn't do all the razzle dazzle. He had to go back to the uh to the running card. And and you know he didn't want to. You know he didn't want to. So but kudos to Steve Wilkes. Yeah, and like Eric says, uh there was one series in the second half where I was thinking maybe in that series ended with that final TD. Yeah, it it was it got close. It got close. If they had gotten to a single to a single touchdown, within a single touchdown, I was about to be worried. But they, the 49ers have done a pretty decent job this season of when it does get, what just when you think that the other teams are really about to turn the tables, uh, they they find a way. They find a way to hit the gas pedal again. And, and kudos to Kyle for recognizing what everybody saw the whole beginning, first half of the game, which is that, Seattle can't stop the run. Seattle cannot stop the run. And I don't know why he took it. Why he took his foot off the gas. I don't understand why he wouldn't run the ball when they were backed up against their own end zone and why they're doing a bunch of razzle-dazzle uh, pass plays. I'm not going to pretend like I understand why he did that instead of getting his quarterback space uh, because obviously that's going to put Purdy in a position to where he feels like he's got to get rid of the ball and bad things happen when you're doing that so I just feel like I just feel like Kyle uh sometimes just does a little bit too much and I think this was a game where he felt the prep he felt the momentum swinging and it, to his credit he went to old reliable which was the running game and building off of the play action off of that um, but kudos, Debo was a huge piece in this game. Christian McCaffrey was doing Christian McCaffrey things, and 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 can we just say that people ca- keep talking about Brock for MVP? I think you've got. I think that the CMC for MVP talk needs to be a little bit louder. I think that's be that's what really what needs to be, uh. Needs to be shouted from the mountaintops at this point. I think CMC does is the most important piece on this offense right now. Uh, I love Brock, love Brock, love, love what he brings to the team. At the same time, I think that that uh, anybody can tell that it's not that Brock is elite. Like uh, I think that Brock is a great quarterback in Kyle's system. He's a system guy. Now he does all the things the way just the way Kyle would want him to do it and it doesn't mean he's not good. He's doing everything that's that he's being asked to do. At the same time, Christian McCaffrey is 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 the offense at this point. With all these weapons on this squad, Christian McCaffrey is the one getting 19 carries as well as 5 catches. And with six targets, like uh, he's the, he is the offense. Nobody touches the ball more than he does. In fact, yeah, I mean, he had uh Christian McCaffrey had, had more touches than Brock Purdy had completions. So at, at what point, at what point do you start looking at Christian McCaffrey as, as the best player on this team? I think everybody, I think 49er fans recognize it, but I think that uh the national media is just ignoring it because the MVP is a is a quarterback driven quarterback driven award. And but I I I just don't think that there's a better weapon in the league right now. And if Kyle if Kyle does it correctly and kudos to the offensive line. Uh I think with Feliciano at right guard it opened up a lot of things. And I think as these guys gel together, I think that this might be the play. Feliciano at right guard uh, seemed to kind of not completely solidify that right side, but it's better than when is in there. It's at least more consistent. Now, he had an egregious penalty. <laughs> Feliciano had an egregious penalty. Uh, late in the game, when the momentum shift was at its worst, he ended up with a with a uh a false start penalty that uh, the 49ers were gonna go for it on fourth down. It already takes Kyle a lot to go for it on fourth down. And for him to make a for a, to make a false start right there was just terrible. It was terrible. But but I mean it happened. 49ers persevered thanks to Steve Wilkes' defense, putting him back in position and and eventually. And then Kyle just decided, you know what? We're gonna run, we're gonna, we're gonna make you stop our run game. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make you, we're gonna go back to the roots and we're gonna make you stop the run game. We're gonna shove it right down your throat, and there's nothing, pause, then there's nothing that you can do about it. And that's really what happened. That's really what happened. And then I for the touchdown, game over. Game over. Now with that being talk, talked about, we just talked about the defense, right? So um the defense ended up with six sacks. That means since since our guy Chase Young has gotten here, the 49ers have gotten five sacks, four sacks, and now six sacks. Steve, it's not just And it is not just the defensive line. It's not the addition of, it's not just the addition of Chase Young. There were some times Chase Young wasn't out there and they're still getting to the quarterback. What it is, our guy Ambry. Our guy Ambry. Mooney Ward had a big game today. Uh, Ambry had a pick. Like, uh, got got burnt. (laughs) Got burnt once. But, but the reality is is this secondary i mean the 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 greatest thing on the planet so um jair brown started this game we didn't hear anything about him which is a good thing cuz he wasn't t- they they didn't get a chance to target him and there wasn't a whole bunch of throwing the ball around the yard and i can't wait to rewatch the game so that i can kind of focus on him and see and see actually how he played in this game. But I just, I mean, no news is good news when a rookie's in there. And for that secondary to hold up like it did and allow this defensive line to get home multiple times, there was a couple of coverage sacks. But for Javon Hargrave to get a sack and a half, uh, for Nick Bosa to get two more, who is now the leader on the team in sacks, from what i understand <laughs> uh after all y'all were slandering him talking about he he needed to, to earn the money that they paid him yeah he 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 here now eric armstead had another sack today kevin givens got a half a sack uh but javon hargrave was a beast in this game a beast now I think Seattle ended up with one sack on defense. Their defense is terrible. Their defense is terrible, and guys were running around open. I'm really looking forward to watching the all twenty-two because I have a feel like uh, I'm I'm kind of iffy about Pur- Purdy's performance in this because I have a feeling there were guys open. I just think that they got uh, they got kind of close to him, and I feel like he was a little skittish in the pocket. Today, and he was so ready to run that I think if he would have waited just an extra tick, like uh, guys that have been wide open, but but it comes down to again we talking about Kyle's drop back game and the fact that his drop back plays very rarely, very rarely are not like five step seven step drop uh, stuff that he has to that Purdy has to wait to develop and in the in the NFL you ain't got that long a lot of the time that's why if you want to do that kind of stuff that's why it should be built off the play action and but Kyle still leaves a lot to be desired in the dropback game and hopefully he he's building upon these games he's stacking games and he's getting better at it uh, i can't wait to watch i will tell you this i cannot wait to watch uh QB school this week because I I know he's going to do a breakdown and show us all the places where probably Kyle's play calling could have been better. Uh, But he'll also show us where Brock just missed stuff. And that's, and this is the thing that's going to happen. Brock's not perfect. Brock is not perfect, but if Brock can get through a game with 200 yards, one, one touchdown and one interception, and it's considered a bad game. I mean I'll take that. I'll take that. At least it wasn't a three interception game or some of these other these other quarterbacks are doing. Like uh it's I think that this I think that this was a very solid game. Not really across I, I will say across the board, just because I think that the four, this was a 49, a traditional 49er game. And I think the difference though is that Brock. In the past, we didn't have a Brock Purdy to hit those throws and those throws when we needed it. And the that's the difference in a game like this to where it's a 31-13 instead of a 20-13 game because we couldn't move the ball. We just couldn't move the ball. Uh, I do think that Purdy does, even though he didn't have a great game, he did make some throws in this game that... Still still kept the offense moving. So, And then, of course, the running game. Running game got started. And when the running game gets started, that's everything. Everything for the 49ers. But I'm thoroughly excited. Make sure you give this video a like. Make sure that you give it a subscribe. Uh, make sure that you hit the bell so you get the notifications for when I go live. I appreciate everybody watching. You could have been anywhere, but you're here with me. And, yeah, Geno Smith, like I talked about it in the pregame, Not impressed. Another bad game by him. 180 yards total. Multiple shot plays. He got sacked six times, as we talked about. Rating was 70. Uh, Multiple just throwing the ball up to see if DK can get it. (laughs) And DK was blanketed. Uh, How many catches did DK end up with? He ended up with three catches, 32 yards, off of nine targets. And I spoke about it before the game. Mooney Ward, Mooney Ward's strength is against big, uh, big wide receivers like DK. When he gets to go, he licks his chops when he gets to go up against guys like DK. Uh, because that means that he's gonna get to be physical. Uh against those smaller, shifty wide receivers. If he even touches them, they're flopping around and they're gonna they're gonna throw the flag. They're going to throw the flag and to, Mooney, to Mooney's detriment, he does do a lot of grabbing when he's playing against those smaller wide receivers. And I think Lockett got him on, on one in this game. But even Lockett, three catches, 30 yards off of five targets. But great job by the 49. I can't talk about the 49er defense anymore. Like, I mean, they are, they played phenomenal. In, in this game they were the they were the reason in the in the past in the beginning of the season this team was winning because of the offense uh, I think since the uh since the bye week I think we can confidently say that this defense is back at this point uh right now Steve Wilkes is on a roll Steve Wilkes has found something. And he is on a roll. Even when guys are going down, that I mean the scheme is not is not going away. And the uh the the defense is not losing a missing a beat. So uh the they had what I mean I think they ended up with 88 yards rushing, but that was because Geno Smith uh ended up with 21 yards rushing off of scrambles. But Zach Charbonnet only had 47 yards off of 14 carries. So uh they did they didn't do bad. They didn't do the, the run defense wasn't bad. It wasn't what we had last year, but it wasn't bad in this game by any stretch. They uh they weren't doing terrible. Uh they still give up a little bit, but it was it was garbage time. And like uh so I, I wasn't uh it wasn't terrible. But the, yeah, this defense there's nothing bad I can say about this defense in uh today. The defense was phenomenal, phenomenal, and I can't like I can't wait to watch the uh, the uh, the press conferences after, and I can't wait to watch the all twenty two because I'm I'm really interested to watch the secondary uh, because Ambry Thomas we had writ- we had written him off. A lot of people had written him off as he should have been, including myself, had written him off as a guy that should have been released before the season. And he did a phenomenal job against Jackson. uh, And I don't even know how to, I'm not going to butcher his name, but you know who I'm talking about there. The Seattle's rookie on that, that touchdown play Uh, Jackson put a, put a hand in his chest. It was a push off, but he didn't allow uh, he did not allow him. He grabbed, he grabbed his arm. Yes. But, he was pushing off. So it was a great no call by the ref. And even though the guy was begging for a call, which is just sad because, I mean, they were begging for calls all game. Uh, but, but yeah, great play by Ambry Thomas and a great interception. It was. And then he had another near interception. Uh, I mean, Mooney Ward had multiple near interceptions. It was just a great. I can't wait to watch the L22. I really can't. And this is going to be this was a – it was a fun game to watch. It was a fun game to watch because there was some the 49ers got out early. They were really scoring not because of Kyle's play calling, but just because they were better than the Seahawks. And then and then after that uh when it started getting kind of chippy and it started getting kind of, uh, there was some intrigue. They started getting close. Uh, I mean, not close because they were up by two touchdowns at one point. Like, uh, they were still up by, like, what, 11? And uh, so they were still up by two scores. But, but it, it was, we were starting to get nervous as 49er fans at that point. And then 49ers just go out there and put their, and put their, uh, their foot on their neck. And uh, yeah, great, great game for 49er fans. Very thankful for today's game. And yeah, once again, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. It, it was a great day to get some to sit in front of the TV, watch some football, eat some food, have some pie, and yeah. Yeah, it was a great game. But I'm about to Oh, McNiner in the house. I want to say what's going on to my man, make sure that you follow him and uh, get in like uh, him and Brian Culp have a have their show. Make sure you sign up to, uh, for their, uh, subscribe to their YouTube page. Uh, they, they do really good work over there. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to you, brother. And, but yeah, great game. Great game. Great overall win. I'm hoping that, that this game will open Kyle's eyes up to what the run opens up for this team. This was a prime example of what the run can do for this squad and make things easier for them, and it was a great statement win for Steve Wilkes. I can't say it enough. He definitely gets a game ball. So all the people that have, including myself, that have questioned Steve Wilkes' ability in the past, we've got we've got got to give him credit for when for when he does well. Like you got to do it. So, great job, Steve Wilkes. Great job. And uh, great job, 49ers. Great job, team. It was, yeah, all the way around. But, like I said, make sure you give the video a like. Make sure you give it a subscribe. Make sure that you hit the bell so you get the notifications for when I go live. This video has been, is on YouTube. I am on Facebook. I am on uh, Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. And... If you don't like looking at my face, you can always get the audio version on wherever you want to get your audio podcast. So there's no excuse. I don't care where you get it. Just get it. And make sure that you share and you like and you do all the things. But I appreciate you guys. I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I will be. I'll probably be doing a show on another show on Monday and uh, maybe one over the weekend, but uh, probably on Monday like uh and and then we'll start and we'll probably have a bigger recap of this game uh I mean maybe not this game like but we'll be primarily looking forward to the Eagles game which takes on a whole new meaning now this is a huge game now huge opportunity for the 49ers to really put their stamp on the NFC so yeah This is a really, now this turns into an even bigger game. Uh, But like I said, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You guys have a great night. I will see you when I see you. And uh, yeah, go Niners.